Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's pleasure you can't measure, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It is Friday the 28th of July. I am Pete Donaldson. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Jim Campbell. Before we get to the ramble proper, may I remind you that we have exciting plans kicking off on August the 7th. Next season, we're going to be bringing you uh, new ramble episodes every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, plus weekly react shows. And what does that mean for on the content? Well, it's got its own feed, Luke Moore. Yes. It's over on its own Little silo. Yes, yeah, lovely little feed it is as well. Demarcation. Yeah. Uh, there, Dotton, uh, Andy, and uh, the rest of the guys and gals will be uh, bringing you on the continent every Thursday. Plus, ask OTC every single Friday where they take all of your questions about European football. Click the link on the show notes to subscribe or search on the continent in your podcast app of choice. That's what we're doing uh, this next season. I, I'm, I'm not really sure whether we say next season, this season. I was just thinking I would that. say this season. I would, I would say, say this say, season. Yeah, now. this season kind of thing. Yeah. I would say beyond a certain point in the summer, mm. you'd say this season. When 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 I, teams are coming home from their US preseason tours or we're signing players, I think that's the new season. I, now, I think it? it's got to be the Community Shield. That's the curtain raiser. Well, for this season, yeah. 
personally. That, but if you're saying next season, it just sounds a bit confusing. It does, it does, but we live in confusing times. True. Yeah. Um, it's good stuff. The football gooch. Can I just say, I'm, <laughs> it is definitely the football gooch. Mm. The football buffman's bridge. Mm. Can I just say that, um, Pete, when I know that you're hosting the show, right. and I know that you don't bother writing anything in the intro, right. I'm always really looking forward to something abusive. Mm. Okay. That you kind of, you normally just go, go fuck yourselves, everyone. Mm. Or get fucked. It's the football ramble. And you didn't do that today. No, yeah. I, I, I caught You finally made Marcus. peace with yourself. I caught, <laughs> I caughted Marcus. Marcus' on... favourite avata- advertising tagline. Yeah. For measure. the Mars or From Snickers? Mars. Right, yeah. okay. I do love a Mars. Yeah, there we go. I don't, I don't mind admitting that. Uh, well, uh, I'll tell you what else I bloody love. Violent pre-season friendlies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Violence, the length and breadth of the uh, of the world. Uh, Arsenal beat Barcelona 5-3 in a pre-season friendly. 24 fouls, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> 24 fouls. <laughs> that was the first foul. half alone. It's like a Champions League match. What's yeah. going that's on? What, that's what Xavi said. Right. Um, him and Arteta had a bit of a ding-dong, apparently, after the game. <laughs> It's like, not worth it. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Um, it's it's like, the yeah, it's too bridge. intense. It's too intense. Um, that's Do you that's want... my impression of Javi, by the way. I don't, like, I've never heard him speak. It's like a brother saying to another brother, I wasn't ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. <laughs> that's not fair. Yeah. Their arms aren't fair. I don't want to smell the cheese. <laughs> but, the, but you sort of look You're at You're older than me. You sort that of look at a match like that. Said. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you look at a match like this and it, and it's um, the tickets will be like 20 quid. Yeah. You're getting a lot of, you know, bang for your buck, aren't you? For me, it's the best of every world because right. you get a lovely because the moment it finished 5-3 it's incredible mm. great game um, and um, lots of it lots of action lots of incident mm. and but everyone can have a lovely time apart from the players <laughs> it seems but all the fans can have a lovely time because really you're not going to go oh no we, we lost to Barcelona or no. we beat Barcelona and so mm. our season's going to be amazing it doesn't really matter so well, it's, it's well, pressure's off know, certain corners of the internet you'd be very surprised yeah, go I would on, go on any of the forums. I've known Pete. I've known Pete for some time. Nothing about the internet surprises me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, what Arteta said was essentially that sort of once the players get out there, the game just becomes what the game's going to be in mm-hmm. terms yeah. of the levels of intensity, and because they want to win, they enjoy it. They want to win. They're yeah, all having sure. a nice time as well. The tours look really fun. Also, Arsenal were doing very well, so they, the players will want. I mean, look, Fabio Vieira scored a great goal, for example. Mm. He's someone who's been on the periphery of the first eleven. He'll want to show that he can do it, exactly. and he wants to fight his way in and, and all that good stuff. So I guess that's partly why it happens. But um, I, I thought I thought it was funny. I, I thought I, th- I thought the um, sorry to change the subject ever so slightly. I don't know what you guys think about this, but I've been watching quite a bit of the what they're calling the Premier League Summer Series over in the US. Yes, okay, yeah, and uh, the branding for it all is so like. The Premier League. We wanted to play a proper game here, but we can't. So we're going to do everything we can. And they're literally putting big, big things up on the billboards on the um, things around the pitch, saying the Premier League starts here. Right. Nice. And it's like okay, they're yeah, doing yeah, everything yeah. they can, but officially agreed to awarding three points to a team who wins yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, uh, like last yesterday, for example, I watched Brighton versus Brentford, <laughs> and um, everything about it was made to look like. A Premier League game, yes, for, yeah. for really cynical marketing purposes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if that's distasteful because that sounds like judgmental and really that ship has very much sailed yeah. when it comes to football now. <laughs> but I just thought it, quite, it was quite surprising how brazen they were about it because they used to it used to be like um, a little mini tournament, wasn't it? Like, I mean, Spurs yeah. just just played in the, in the Tiger Cup or whatever it was. Um, and there's the Audi Cup, and then there's been things out in the US with different kind of cup names. Which mm, this one's yeah. like very much Premier League branded. We're going to do everything we can to push the boundaries of what people will let us do. I actually quite like it, though. I mentioned this on the show the other day um, because there are a lot of very dedicated fans in the US, and they get up at crazy times to, to yeah. watch their teams. And yeah. They're really passionate about it, and I think actually putting on a bit of a show and making a bit of effort and, and making it kind of exciting in the way that they've clearly done um, has been really refreshing. It, it seems, um, I mean, you, you mentioned that, you know, Phil and Newcastle was perhaps not as, uh, as um, 
uh, you know, vibrant as some of the other games. But mm. it, it feels like the crowds have really got behind it, and they like you know they've they've not gone along to have a little little gander at an exhibition match. No, they've really not. got into it and mm, they've really yeah. enjoyed it. And I think that's fair enough. There's a big fan base there. But has that, just... that got anything to do with the? But that's respectfully that's not the point I'm making. I get that, and I understand that there are there are football fans of the fans of the Premier League all over the world, and they want to see their teams. And you know, there's no philosophical reason why I don't deserve to do so. But the Premier League is the English Premier League, right? It's based in England. It's played here, mm. and um, we shouldn't really be blurring the lines between what is the Premier League competitively and what isn't, is yeah. what I'm saying. And finally, I would say, you know, are we getting Brexit done or not? <laughs> <laughs> I think with, I, think with uh, I, I mean, I watch a lot of football these days, not on your uh, TNT, BT Sports. Uh, I Careful. don't watch it on Sky Sports. What? Careful, where are you what? going with this? What? Where are you going? I watch it on the of... Ben Foster Cycling GK. <laughs> YouTube page. So watching um, Wrexham beat Man United 3-1 is how I want to... I want to see it on a GoPro in Ben Foster's goal. That That's got, how I watch football these days. That got shirty, didn't it? I saw Paul Mullen got an injury. And that, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That was a bad really, one as well. Yeah, really bad. Nasty one. I, but, saw, I saw some broadsheet journalists refer to what Ben Foster's doing now as the most disgraceful semi-retirement ever. <laughs> It was like really hard. He's been here. He's a really nice. He's fella. absolutely. He's just a charisma bomb. I'd, yeah. I'd happily watch um, football through the lens. You of, prefer of that, wouldn't you? I would prefer that. I, yeah. I want to see uh, the new cameras he's using, uh, the little sort of shirt mounted stuff, and we'll mm. get onto that sort of thing a little bit later on. But it was. It is quite interesting to see because of Wrexham's profile in America and because of the Netflix documentary. Mm. They are playing teams like Chelsea, LA yeah. Galaxy, Man United. They have got Philadelphia Union. Uh, this morning, but, the, the uh, injury to Mullen came against United, didn't it? Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah. Um, it, it was the, essentially a youth team, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, the, yeah. the goalkeeper. Yeah. You got a um, punctured lung or something? Yeah, it was really, really it's bad. So it's going to be out for a while. But Phil Parkinson said something along the lines of like, you know, he, he best hope we don't see him or something like that. It's like, come <laughs> fuck off, grow up. Uh, that's great. It's really stupid. <laughs> it's I, I understand it's said in the heat of heat of the moment, and he's a big player for them. But it just it did, just doesn't come across in, well. In, does the, it? in the in the Barca match, uh, Jim, did you see much of it? Because um, uh, Erdegaard's um, performance, I thought, worried me a little bit. He yeah. he does have this. Sort I'm of not worried about Martin Erdegaard, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he's he is of, not uh, a cause for concern <laughs> for me. Okay, okay, but what, are you, what are your Think concerns of the things generally. that Jim's have to worry, worry about in the past. He's not worried about that. I just thought for a preseason. I know it was a preseason friendly, friendly, but I just. I think he was too into the idea of it being a preseason friendly. Right. I just think the intensity just isn't there for him and sometimes. Sa- and Saka's Sa- Sa- penalty. Mm. Yeah, that was a, mm. um, that's unfortunate. Uh, he had a good game otherwise, though. Um, mm. I don't think you can. I don't think you can cast aspersions on Odegaard's. It was war. It was war, Luke, yeah, but, but, and he wasn't giving it for me. I, I think if your takeaway from Martin Odegaard's season last season is that he's not taking it seriously I think that's a bit outrageous All right, okay. that's, that's right. an outrageous thing to say <laughs> well I've said more outrageous things uh, speaking and of and you will go on to do so ultra violence uh, uh, Jude Bellingham and Lissandra Martinez oh that had, was that's yeah. a bit of a ding dong uh, Real Madrid's 2-0 uh, two defeat of uh, the aforementioned Man United um, he got wiped out to be Massively, fair I think yeah. he had every uh, right to go up and have a bit of um, remonstration you know how much football players play these days mm. are they just now saying that they've had enough what do you mean? Like they just they made said... a pact to injure each other so they could have a rest. <laughs> yeah, Martinez, they just haven't had any time off. Martinez, can you was, pop my lung, please? It was yeah. a proper old-fashioned, this is what I think of you, mate. Yeah. He stuck yeah. one on someone in the Arsenal game as well. I forget yeah. which player it was. But like the thing that really makes me laugh about this is he seems to have kind of no understanding of why everyone's annoyed at him each time this happens. <laughs> yeah. And that's true in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. But even more so in the friendlies. Yeah. But what? I, I just don't think... I, I think physically, Martinez just doesn't... 
he doesn't have that kind of his hair's too tidy. Yeah, you know what I mean. He looks too nice. To I called him wanting to be a bit more of a sort of wild man. Yeah, I think I think he is. I think he is definitely got that in his locker. I yeah, thought I, can, he, I kind yeah. of underestimated him when he first came to the Premier League. I thought he'd be a little bit got him a human feather. Yeah, I did. Mm. Yeah. Do you think feather. that's you know put the wind in his sails? I hope. Well, I hope so, Jim. All I can hope is just to carry on affecting the game in the way yeah. that I always have. You know, it's like, it's like Jack <laughs> Grealish calling out Miggy Almiron. I th- I think if you, I'd, <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, similar intelligence level. He's got. <laughs> He's got against his old, uh, at his old stadium, which is yeah. very nice. Yeah. Lovely. He's also had a new haircut, hasn't he, Jack? Yes, yes. Everything Jack he does has. gets put on social media. He's got had little, some highlights done. Lovely. That's some highlights from the I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say quietly, lads, I was genuinely considering some, some colour in my hair. Yeah? Bit, bit of blonde. Cheer myself up Just a bit. Just tell the listeners how old you are again. 42. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. You're as, long, you're as young as you young feel. Young as you feel. Yeah. yeah. As long as your lungs. Do it. I think <laughs> you should do it. Yeah. All right. um, most people don't do it in that way to hide the grader, do they? No. Because they're no. cool and young and cool. Well, we're still, still in there. You, I wouldn't be hiding the grey. I'd specifically say avoid the grey. Oh, you want to keep want, the grey? I want to keep the grey. To keep the grey. I want a little streak through my hair. Like, like you've been uh, struck by lightning? Yeah. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> yeah. That is cool. Well, you could do poorly walnuts like the wings. Yes. <laughs> that would be good. I'd poorly like that anyway. but, but you guys, listen, but you started this little section by saying the violence in pre-season has been crazy. The length and breadth of the world. The word is brilliant. Said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said the length and breadth of the world. Yes. Which I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and, and this is just showing how, how full on it's been. Mm. Um, I don't know why it's happening. Jet lag. I, I, <laughs> jet lag. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. tired and angry. Jet lag and like last season was the longest season ever. So yeah. they've forgotten yeah. they can actually have a rest. Yeah. They don't know how to rest anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so every, every single summer these days, I'll just be going about my business pottering around mm. and I'll catch a headline that says, uh, players report back for pre-season training. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you now. <laughs> uh, but Bellingham did score his first goal since moving to Madrid, uh, which is very pleasant to see. Uh, and Ten Hag uh, was asked uh, after the match whether the game confirmed that Manchester United need a striker. He replied, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Say it in the way he would have said it. Oh, no, because I'll just do a really generic kind of... Yeah. Absolutely. There we go. No, he's, is that no, right? He's, he's yeah, a bit more gravelly. He's Absolutely. Yeah, maybe. That, Even that's a bit uh, too much. That was Martin Yol. Yeah, that was Martin Yol for me. That um, I, I totally it's like agree a Dutch with him. statue talking. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, it is a bit, and um, I think that's really important to make a point about Jim, especially while you're making a separate <laughs> no, point. Right? My point's going to be trash. So don't worry <laughs> about it. Um, make your point, Luke. I wanted to ask about because you mentioned Rasmus Hoyland before last time I was on the I show did. with you, who looks like he's in negotiations with Man United at the moment. Um, is it not just a no-brainer? And I, I, I kind of feel like I ask this all the time, and I keep missing it. And it's probably because Kane doesn't want to leave Spurs. But they, I can't believe they're not going after him. I'm I can't shocked not, as well. Maybe they are in the background. And I've said to Marcus, I don't think Kane wants to leave. But I think if you're going to look at it on a sliding scale, mm. I think the type of character Kane appears to be, he's far more likely to want to go to United than he is Bayern Munich. Mm. So I yeah. don't understand why they're not even on manoeuvres for him. Absolutely. I mean, what I suggested before was that if, if Kane's going to weight down his contract, maybe the thing to do would be to go for someone like Hoyland, which might have been a bit naive because he's going to command a bigger fee than I expected. And, and then bring in Kane next summer. So you've got a young understudy who's who can, sh- you know, share the workload. Um, but if Bayern are going to make a move for Kane and Kane looks like he's going to go, surely that triggers United into like now or never territory and to, to go and do something. I mean, Hoyland looks a good player, but if you look at his numbers, and I appreciate that's that's not all it is, he doesn't necessarily look like he's going to come in and, and make a massive impact straight away. He might need a couple of seasons to really sort of blossom into the player that it, it appears is in there. Whereas obviously you know what you're getting with Kane and that you know, you're probably... An immediate title contender with Kane. I think so. I, I think so. I, I, it's probably just because Kane's got no intention of leaving, maybe. Maybe it's that. 
But what if he does leave? Because you obviously you set your stall out quite early on on Ken not wanting to leave. I set my stall on everything all the time. You do. <laughs> you do. It, sometimes it comes off, and more often it makes me look like a penis. <laughs> uh, but okay. I mean, it would just be nice for Harry Kane to sort of move to Manchester United and just see what stadiums looked like in the 70s. <laughs> just, just going from Maybe he can't drag himself away UFO. from the stadium. He can't yeah, drag himself away from the stadium. It's just too beautiful. The, the 5G speeds. Yeah. Oh, God, they're so I quick. feel Guys, I've been to Old Trafford and I feel very uncomfortable about the amount of emergency exits. <laughs> and the Enjoy amount of toilets. death trap ladies. The amount of toilets. And the oh, mice yeah, yeah. streaming in through them. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, um, elsewhere, we spoke about uh, Newcastle United um, against Aston Villa earlier, but uh, Yuri Tillemans uh, was, was camera up yeah. his, his performance was captured on a body camera a Bruno Guimaraes as well uh, he wore a body cam as well um, there's something lovely about watching a first person perspective football match from yeah. a real professional it was incredible mm. footage and as Jim I think as you, you said it earlier like it was like, like a, that Nike advert from back in the day was it someone else said that yeah there was, but it uh, was it was it, yeah. was, it was not it, it was you know, it's, we use this reference quite a lot on WrestleMe, but Proust's Madeline, you know, that little cake he eats, yeah. and, it, and it and it brings him back to a place that he yeah. long forgotten. He told me it reminded of you when you were younger. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, I've got, I got some fucking comments about that. I'm telling you now. <laughs> it reminds you of playing football. Yeah. Not like that. If you had a body cam on yeah. while you were playing, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll give people an I'll audio representation it. of what it'd be. New mask, man. Where's me inhaler? Did it not make you feel a little bit out of breath just watching it was it. amazing yeah, yeah. it's really well the speed of it yeah was really worth trying try. well, I mean if you haven't seen it everyone's listening mm. hasn't seen it do seek it out and watch it because the speed of it is unreal yeah. mm. and and the and what's uh, this perhaps a little bit of a foolish thing to say but bear with me you're so used as a punter to watching football from a certain angle and the mm. angle is almost always higher mm. unless there's a, a kind of you know goal mouth kind of replay or whatever generally speaking you're high up so you, and that's there's obviously obviously a reason for that right so the so the viewer can see what's happening but obviously players don't have that luxury mm. so when you when you watch um, Tillemans in this body camera footage kind of pulling the strings moving around in the midfield the whole thing is moving so fast it's like a maelstrom of of activity mm. so for be, to be able to control the one of that pressure and pass it effectively not just effectively sometimes but brilliantly is, on the move yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind it's of insane. it's almost otherworldly to yeah. people who aren't professional athletes it, yeah. it, it, to me it looks like it's it's very hard to process how they're doing it it feels like a it feels like a almost like an instinctive picking up subconscious cues type thing rather than a kind of uh, kind of consciously doing something. It reminded me a bit of when you weigh up the stats of how quickly a batsman at test levels got to make a shot when when someone's bowling the ball that 90 miles an hour. Mm. It's something like 0.2 seconds. So what they must be doing is looking at kind of cues of how the bowler's setting up. They've studied him. They can kind of guess what's about to happen. Probably. So watching a like body shape of players yeah. rather than the ball itself. Exactly. Knowing I, I, how quick it's going yeah. to arrive. Yeah. yeah. The speed of it is really, really telling, isn't it? It's, it's so sort of one touch. And just as you're... When it, the, the Bruno, Bruno Gimmerich and, and Yuri Tielemans were the players with the cameras on them. And when you're watching it from their perspective, when they get the ball... It's almost like you want to hang on to the ball for a bit <laughs> yeah. to see what it's like to be a footballer. Yeah. But they've Can just slow this all down, please? Can we just slow it down? Yeah. 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 It is so quick. Gimaraj is basically going, Sandro, Sandro, yeah. the whole time. He gets fouled a couple of times as well. And that's, that's 
quite yeah. interesting. Well, I, I mean, it's taken three days for this footage to come out. That's all I'm saying. All right. A lot of swearies, a lot of translation, a <laughs> lot of different <laughs> languages on the pitch. That's all I'm saying. Um, um, I can remember when they mic'd up um, uh, Luis Suarez in the Barcelona game. Right. I think it was a game when there was no fans. It might have been during COVID, mm. and they were translating what he was saying, just just screaming at Messi for being shit. <laughs> like, at one point he shouts, "Best friends." At one point he just shouts at Messi, "Don't call for it if you don't want it." Another thing I found really interesting about it, and obviously, you know, this is not seconds, Messi. <laughs> Man and ball. <laughs> it's not the same as playing in a game, obviously watching these players do this. But as you say, there is this maelstrom of activity going on around you. You are so focused on the speed of it and the positioning of the other of the other players, where you are in relation to the ball uh, or where they are in relation to, to the ball. And I, I do understand when players say that you're not really aware of the crowd because even watching it, you're not thinking about it. There's yeah. a bit where Tielemans goes over to take a corner and you hear someone go... You were shit last season. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's horrible, and that must be <laughs> rubbish. But generally, while the game is happening, mm. I, I don't know. But if... the concentration level is just so high. That they, they ha- I mean, surely they have to be. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the pace of it, yeah. to not hear anything. I think, I think it might do it. I mean, it probably won't because modern life is largely terrible societally. But um, I think it was would be a quite a nice little PR move to show and really articulate and frame it publicly as to how hard it is. Yeah. Right. It might give people a lot more of a perspective about how difficult it is because people love, ultimately it won't because a lot of different reasons why people love to shout at players from the sidelines, mm. but it does at least show a little bit of insight about how difficult yeah. it can be. Well, well put, put the um, cameras on some really poor players. <laughs> yeah. Or, or some really kind of like people who just run fast, run hard and kick. It gives yeah. a Luke Shaw. Or put, yeah. put it on Luke Shaw. Put a competition winner in. It's not for sort of representative why, why of the public. Why is Luke Shaw getting hammered in? I'm just saying because he's quite a solid kind of like workhorse of a player, isn't he? Rather but you started this all by saying, one. by saying put it on a poor player. Yeah. Put it on a what? England International. Put it on a poor player. Yeah. All right. Scored Name a poor a player then. Final. You. Well, that does it. I'm not going to be playing in the Premier League, am I? Well, However many times I've... I think we'd all sign up for that. <laughs> I think we'd all sign up for a half of Donaldson. Yeah. That um, should be... When Mitrovic pulled, pushed that referee, they should have went, no, put Spelzy in. Yeah. Who is a good footballer, but possibly not Premier League standard. <laughs> possibly not. Possibly not. I'd like, I'd like to have a body cam on you yeah. in a Premier League game. Yeah. You can play up front, mm. so there's no real pressure. Right. And then at half time, I want the camera to follow you into the dressing room and ask the manager if you can go and goal for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> that is my MO at 11 aside. Uh, well, a few clicks east uh, from the US. Uh, Jordan Henderson confirmed his departure from Liverpool uh, with an emotional goodbye video. He said, I will always be red. I, it was stark that there were so many um, videos on his uh, profile saying goodbye. Uh, but only one saying hello yeah. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. to his new football team. I will always be read with embarrassment for what I've just done. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly reading from a script as well, which I imagine we're doing more of. I've done, yeah, I've done um, a load of stuff on this, so people don't really want to hear from me on it again, mm. I don't think. People know my opinion, but what, what do you guys think about it now it's actually happened? Um, I think it's really disappointing. The most starkly pathetic thing I've seen come out of this is the the welcome video that um, Eletifak made. Um, where they made the, his rainbow armband black and white. Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's it's just pathetic. It's trashy, mediocre. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just it's a, everything a football mind- stands for yeah, in 2023, it's, isn't it's it? Just, it's, a, it's a mindset that I am really disappointed to see succeeding, mm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, some of the, you know, unfortunately, when you, you read about these things online, you see the reaction to them, you see a lot of very, very poor takes from people who are... <laughs> Probably to be to be fair, maybe quite young, or some that just aren't don't have the most 
you know, effective critical faculties. But I've seen people saying, oh, you have to respect other cultures. It's like it's if your <laughs> culture has intolerance and oppression ingrained into it, yeah. it, it isn't culture. It's not incumbent it's, upon it's, us it's, to it's not respect culture. It. I agree. It's, and absolutely, you don't have to respect yeah. that. You don't have yeah. to you don't have to respect something if it isn't worthy of respect. And exactly. I think, you know, Jordan Henderson should get the pelters he's getting because it, it, it this needs to be called out. It's it's it's. It's not okay. But, but this it, is a horrendous, horrendous regime. And also on the, um, uh, the, 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 you know, the, the, the rainbow armbands and stuff like that, it was shown during the last international tournament that it is just a token to footballers. Yeah. And, and we are in a situation yeah. where it is just a thing to put on and, and take off when it is suitable for you. And so, like, completely meaningless. I found that, um, that particular incident you're talking about with the players back down, hmm. you mean, yeah? Yeah. I found that, I, I I do agree in principle, but I also found that kind of a little bit more complicated because I I wasn't that comfortable with the idea that it had to be the players who showed the leadership yeah, on the they issue. They were strong armed or out. I, I, th- I think really the leadership on this stuff should come from the top. Now, of course, it isn't. Mm. So there's a vacuum there that's being filled by up until recently what we thought was some quite well-meaning players, of which Jordan Henderson was one, mm. um, and now he's obviously shown himself to not be that. Um, but what what's what we're crying out for here is some leadership at the top of the game. I said it when I spoke about it before about this idea of a code of conduct to be to be to be eligible to do things like host tournaments, to mm. sign top level professional players, to have a recognised league and all the rest of it. There should be a, a code of conduct that that, that countries mm. sign up to because I think mm. sport should be something that's inclusive for everyone. It mm. shouldn't be you shouldn't exclude people on it for any reason like that. And yet yeah, it's such a vacuum at the top. There's no, there's no. I don't believe that, for example, someone like Infantino um, has any actual morals because he's, mm. he exists in such a rarefied atmosphere where nothing political really affects him. Yeah. He's so wealthy. He travels the way he travels. He stays the way he stays. He, he probably he sees all these things as probably quite other. Mm, but, yeah. oh, well, how can he understand it's someone else's it? nebulous problem? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So it's difficult to show leadership, I suppose, when you're in his position because he's not he's not fit for the job. And, and as I said before, like if you go to play for the best football team in in the Premier League, you are um, you are putting your uh, money behind uh, a regime that does the exact same thing for me. So the Premier League's lack of leadership has, has led to a point where if Jordan Henderson moved to uh, a Manchester City or a Newcastle United or possibly a Manchester United, if if if, if things go the way uh, it might go, um, he's in the exact same situation. And these th- and these kind of talk and gestures are meaningless because uh, money talks in the in the grand in the grand scheme. But and I think modern life just makes hypocrites of all of us, right? Yeah, and that's the difficulty of it. Mm. I, I would argue there's a kind of step removed from from going to Saudi Arabia and essentially living there and endorsing the regime right. in a more direct way. But I do understand it's just different degrees of the same shit, yeah. basically. Uh, yeah, but I mean, what are we going to do? What are we gonna, well, it's nothing we can do other than just say what we think. Yeah, well, but, but I think it is important to say what, you, what we think and repeatedly say it because you have to have more character than to just go, oh, well, it is what it is. And yeah. a lot of people are doing that straight away. And this is how sports washing works, isn't it? Because uh, fundamentally, a part of the cycle is this gets boring. This yeah, conversation gets boring. But that's how they get and there's you. nothing you can do they about it. They grind you so, down. Exactly. That's why I always rally at Pete when he just, it, because Pete's <laughs> default position is that everything is shit. Yeah, and, and I'm like, yeah, it is, but we've got to stay. We've got to fight. Mm. We've got to try and make this show not shit. Yeah, but I'm shit. There you go, soul. see? There's no I, turning. I've got a big shitty heart. Yeah. You're like Dean Martin up on stage. <laughs> yeah. I'm shit. 
<laughs> I saw a um, performance by a man who was uh, pretending to be Dean Martin. What are the three guys? Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis, Sammy Davis Jr. Jr. I saw one of them uh, for my partner's mother's birthday. Jim, what's and, happening there? And, and, and <laughs> they were, the, none, of them, none of them were drinking like, um, like malt whiskey or something. None of them were drinking like decent whiskeys. They're all drinking like glasses of white wine. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that, it's not that a good look. look no, that doesn't no. look right, does it? No. I'm not having that. I've never seen Jim so disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> he just said it's like that. You, you go that far to be an impersonator of someone, and then you mess yeah. it up with a completely wrong prop. Just get some, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And 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 Sammy Jeffers Junior guy, he was about thirty years younger than the other two, <laughs> yeah. and much thinner. Um, uh, probably, anyway, they probably weren't doing some of the patter they did back then. Either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bet they bloody weren't. Yeah. Back to Henderson. Uh, Gareth Southgate has assured him uh, that the move won't impact his England selection, <laughs> which I just. <laughs> I think, you know, I know Gareth's got the waistcoat and he's like, he's given them some nice times. Yeah. And in 2018, it was a great summer. <laughs> I think he should be getting a bit more stick than that for this. For that, yeah. I Why, think he should yeah. be saying, we're drawing a line for a couple of reasons. One is because we're supposed to have rebuilt this England squad and the whole idea of inclusivity and, yeah. and the, the the appalling nature of how the way some and, of our players have been And treated. now you're living on a compound. Yeah, and now, and now you're doing this. Plus also... I'm not quite sure the standard you're going to be playing at yeah. uh, is going to be yeah. quite up to speed. Yeah. I, I thought that was an astonishing thing to say. Mm. Uh, or, well, let me be- make it clear. It's been reported that that's what was said. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't, if he did say that, I think that is something that he should be roundly criticised for. Yeah. It... I would say if your mate suddenly got £700,000 a week, I'd be friendly to him. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if um, he will just drop him later, though. And this is just yeah. to stop this being I, a story I, now. I guess you sort of say, well, look, I. I look at any player who is playing wherever in the world, um, but, I, but he's 33 and he's creaking right, in Saudi Arabia, so yeah. He's creaking yeah. as hell anyway. Kylian uh, Mbappe uh, is refusing to even speak to Al-Hilal, uh, despite the fact that uh, they've bidded an astonishing amount of money uh, and that bid's been accepted by PSG. Yeah. How's this going to pan out, Jim? I love that Mbappe refuses to even meet with them. Like, mm. won't even entertain the idea. I really like Maybe he that. doesn't need to. He's like, he's all accepted. Well, no, well, he mind. doesn't need to do that because on the 1st of <laughs> August, he gets a £51 million loyalty bonus from PSG. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's One going, year nope. before the end of his contract. I ain't talking to them because I'm too loyal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. goodness. I, I also I also like that um, PSG will just do whatever they can, whatever it takes to sell him because they they they're desperate to get yeah. rid of him. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, they don't want to lose him for free. It's, it's like some kind of like pride thing around them losing him for free. Whereas like in American sport, that kind of stuff happens fairly regularly. Top mm. players run their contract down, yeah. they go into free agency and they move on. Like PSG have taken this really personally, which to me is quite funny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and the fact that Mbappe is snubbing them is obviously just because I guess he you know, he's he's on record. What do they call the Premier League? A farmers league or something. Did he really? Yeah. So I don't I don't want him I I, I mean part of me thinks it would be amazing for him to say that and then go to Saudi Arabia. Um, but I don't think that's what yeah. I mean, like this is entirely of PSG's own making though isn't it I mean it was always a possibility that he would run the contract down and the mm. way that he they essentially kind of stopped him from going to Madrid before was to just turn his head with so much money mm. that it would be absolutely mad to say no to it but now because they did that he's got all of their money <laughs> and he can go and do what he wants yeah yeah. I hear he's been hit by IR35 the actor playing Kylian Mbappe I, lo- I loved uh, yeah I loved um, Spurs getting putting the feelers out that's just so good it's so good not, I don't, even, I don't, not even Arsenal bothered to I, sort of go I don't often uh, say this can we have a one year loan before you got Real I don't often say this and more, to Spurs, more on Spurs later but I don't care if it's true or not it's just fucking funny <laughs> it's just funny <laughs> uh, before we head off uh, to a break uh, David Silva 
has announced his retirement from football, age 37. Uh, he suffered a serious knee injury in pre-season and just went, oh, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this knee issue. I'm 37. I can't be yeah. fucked with this. Yeah. yeah. F- Favourite uh, moments from David Silva's career? Just Mostly a, for Spain. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, for obvious reasons for you, Joe. <laughs> but uh, just an architect, an absolute architect yeah. of the game. Amazing, amazing midfield player. Um, arguably Man City's best ever player. Mm. Um, you know, the only thing missing from his uh, from his CV uh, is the is the old Champions League. I, th- but, I think I think back then there wasn't quite so much kind of rotation and squad depth. So you sort of imagine that he's he he was a person who just had that level of quality. He was a nine out of ten every single yeah, match. That's it, he? isn't it? It's yeah. the consistency with uh, David Silva that makes like, him one of the greats. He played ten seasons at City. And yeah. He played pretty yeah, wild. Four hundred something, four hundred and something games for them. Just one of their best mm. ever players. I'm sure many Man City fans out there will think of him as their best ever player. Certainly mm. given them. Some of their finest moments, um, and been ma- a massive part of that um, of that kind of overhaul that happened at City. Mm. Uh, just just synonymous of for you know just very synonymous with that kind of era. Incredible mm. player to watch. Obviously won won the lot with Spain as well as Jim's alluded to. Um, yeah, good luck to him in his retirement. Incredible player. A lot a lot of great moments watching him. Mm. Man City, you are welcome. Right, ad break. We're back with more football. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble.
You better get your finger out, all right, and make sure that you get the fucking results. Forest Green Rovers there. Uh, uh, welcome back to the Football Ramble. Jim, you got an email, mate? I do have an email. It's from Lee. He says, Hi, gents. Long-time listener, first-time emailer and all that. Just wanted to thank you for the update. The big dunk is back on the loose and could appear at any time. <laughs> this is obviously following his sacking um, as Forest Green Rovers manager earlier in the summer. A few years ago, when Dunk was still at Everton, I moved house and after a few weeks noticed that nearly every other day, a car would half-block my drive for around 10 to 15 minutes. I'd not seen the driver each time and wasn't sure which neighbour they were visiting. One day I noticed a couple of teenagers getting into the car and decided to go and give the driver a piece of my mind and tell them, not so politely, that they won't be doing it again. After storming out to the car and banging on the window, I realised to my horror that it was in fact the big man himself. <laughs> big dunk. It, it turned out a neighbour was a relation of his wife. Can you imagine how my ass <laughs> fell out of my trousers knowing I'd banged on the window and scared him and his daughters? Oh no! <laughs> do, do a spit like legendary Liverpool players do. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for me, I'm a lifelong toffee and had a mutual acquaintance, so I'd met Dunk a handful of times and we sorted it out. That sounds like you got it out. horribly told <laughs> off. Yeah. But safe to say, I just wait those 10 to 15 minutes each time my drive is blocked now to save risking angering the big fella again. <laughs> Terrifying. That I'm moment. That, that moment where you realise. He's driving a Nissan Leaf, tiny little car. It's <laughs> <laughs> the biggest car I could afford. I'm on Forest Green Rover's money now. <laughs> Do you know, um, I, I found, find my appearance amusing. <laughs> I found out quite recently that um, the wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin used to be seen in uh, Leon C. Really? Uh, quite a lot right. because his uh, wife used to live there right? and so when he was popping over to the UK he'd, he'd drive over to I bet he looks massive Essex. in real life wasn't well, she well, from appara- Bolton maybe no, I, I know not. that I think Stone Cold came from her referring to tea yes and he liked yeah it. I believe so yeah and uh, yeah so she, she'd done it and, and apparently he used to spend a lot of time um, lowballing um, plumbers uh, on quartz <laughs> A lot, a lot of time. Like it's well, a, like he's just doing a lot. Like like a hobby. He was a just sorting a lot of stuff. <laughs> so he just proving what a big man he is in the local area yeah. by can we, can we undercutting get, all the trades. Apparently, one, one of the one of the uh, labourers went. Sorry, is this Stone Cold Steve Austin? Damn right, it is, boy. <laughs> <laughs> can we get give a, me ten percent off? Can we get a body count on Steve Austin lowballing plumbers in the ELC? That would be compelling. Absolutely thrilling. But can you imagine like the other way around, like Dunk coming to your car? Be like the um. Jurassic Park scene where the T-Rex eye <laughs> yeah. just appears at the window. <laughs> uh, that sausage roll better be vegan. Um, so, um, I mean, g- good God. It's, it's Spurs. You, whenever you just think, I mean, they've got a manager I- in place that you sort of go, nice move. Seems like mm. uh, a charismatic Yeah, I've been really impressed with him in pre-season. Yeah. I really like the way he's kind of started his tenure. Uh, but it's gone bad, uh, from bad to worse for Tottenham. Uh, Joe Lewis, the man who founded uh, ENIC, who owns the vast majority of Spurs shares, has been indicted for brazen insider trading by passing information onto romantic partners and his private pilots. Mm. <laughs> we should say that he's, so he's, two, two he's denied these allegations. He's denied these allegations. I didn't realise he was private pilot. <laughs> flying for money. <laughs> Any young plane will do. Sorry, yeah, cool. Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. A tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Tina Turner, who died this year. <laughs> put a bit of music over it. <laughs> I, I didn't realise that Joe Lewis was such a sort of Guy Ritchie character. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah, he's a self made guy. Apparently, he was born above an East London pub. Yeah, okay. Uh, and he's now a self-made billionaire. He owns and a lot of pubs, doesn't he? he owns yeah, he owns a, a, a company pub, yeah. that owns pubs, doesn't he? And yeah, yeah he's he, he just he's there's a bit of like Mike Reed in Lockstock about him for mm. sure. Nice. I, th- I think <laughs> given what happened with Piratici a while a while ago, 
Uh, <laughs> you think? It can't help we but don't like, need it, don't come we? away from it thinking, is it like, are they cursed? Is it like a, like a Put curse? the Mbappe bid in for trying <laughs> yeah. Obfuscate. Yeah. Yeah. Trump. Bury the news. Bury, bury the, the news. news. Bid for Mbappe. <laughs> yeah. What, bury the news with more bad news? We're now a laughing stock. Yeah. Well, they've got a little bit of uh, a metal in, in the trophy cabinet. The Tiger Cup is theirs. The 2023 Tiger Cup. Uh, Postacoglu has made a successful start as manager. They've won it. They've bagged it, Luke. Uh, reactions? My reaction is that um, I do no luck look at the new keeper. Right. <laughs> you said I, this. Yeah. So you said this on Twitter. And, yeah. I, and I thought, mental not, when he has an absolute blinder, that's gone right back up. Have you seen him play? <laughs> <laughs> that's the first port of call. Okay, Before fine. you say stuff like that, do you have a, a favour? I've seen him play one game and he won a cup. So. Exactly, yeah. That's the body cam would just be grass. <laughs> I think. I think. Um, I think that it's a it's a complete maelstrom of information, uh, conflicting information. Because um, I like you guys. I've been really impressed with Postacoglu in preseason. Mm. He's been like no nonsense. You look at him in a press conference and yeah. you go, right, that is exactly what they fucking need. Yeah. And then you see them the way he likes to play, and you see them on the pitch. That's quite kind of coherent. Uh, he seems to be a massive personality, a massive dominant charisma, fucking bombers, you would say, Pete. And he seems, like I say, exactly what they need. They, they, they do like a typical Spurs thing: go a goal down against nobodies, then win, then lift a trophy, and then they're, you know, the <laughs> the guy you found at Enoch or the Tavistock Group, whatever it is, who kind of own Spurs gets indicted. Like yeah. this all happens in the same week. I think. Yeah. And they've got a keeper who can't hold the ball and can't make any saves. Did you see Kane wouldn't lift the trophy because he knows, doesn't he? He knows that. He knows be the image. just become a meme. <laughs> No way Charlie advised him on that. <laughs> nah. Surely Charlie said to get up it. there. Yeah. Lift it. I've, I've got you a replica. Yeah. yeah. We'll to get more out of Bayern. <laughs> um, Harry, Harry's calling. says. Harry's calling. Charlie, do you think I should um, think I should lift the trophy? Well, the bus tour's booked for tomorrow morning. <laughs> so you might want to get up on the top deck of that. Start waving it around. <laughs> Richarlison was loving it. Yeah. Richarlison was, I mean, obviously he scored a hat-trick, so fair enough. But Richarlison was very much loving that fucking celebration. Yeah. Like like the man who had, you know, not really won anything other than um, the Summer Olympics. What was it? What was it, what was his league? And was the it, America, his league goals last last year was just one, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. a great return. It, not no, a no, great yeah, Premier League one. Twenty seven matches, yeah. uh, three assists, uh, yeah. one goal. <laughs> He's like, this is the best thing I've won since I won Everton's Young Player of the Season. I mean, <laughs> what did you say though? He's won stuff for Brazil. Yeah. So uh, I mean, could you win something with Brazil? Jim, no, absolutely not. If you were in not. the squad? I would be a liability. I'd, I'd be the one <laughs> with the camera on. Right, Jim, I so. like that you answered that question sincerely. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of South America, um, P and Poo. Have you met them? Um, uh, there was no, a well, big... you your nipples, isn't it? Yeah, P and Poo. <laughs> uh, there was a big... Well, you're a big um, getting covered in poo and, and wee fan well, at the I'm moment. A new as a new father. father. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's, clarify that. He's not gone kinky. He <laughs> yeah. was already kinky. Even now, um, I imagine fan is quite strong. <laughs> yeah. In a match uh, in the Colombian League, there was the Colombian Dog Day celebrations, Jim. Yeah. Which, we're, you know, we're, we're both dog... You're a partial dog owner and I'm a yeah, double dog I owner. I have access to a dog, yes. Access to a dog. And uh, basically, they got all of the players to bring their dogs to work, dear. Yeah, I love it. And, and so they brought them on the pitch and um, one dog peed on another player if you know yeah, what I mean he, he yeah. took a piss right he up his shin pad right dog. up his shin pad and, yeah. and the player who he got peed on he didn't even notice that it was pee on him and the player who, whose dog it was didn't even notice it was pee so there's just pee everywhere it's not a great start to, to, to the day because the, that's the thing at one point a dog cocked his leg and took a piss on another dog that was taking the shit on the pitch <laughs> and at that point you thought yeah. They've not thought this through. Yeah. My, my dog yesterday started to do a wee um, and then realised he needed a poo, started pooing, got surprised that he's trying to do too many things at once and just rolled over. <laughs> just 
just, just, just absolutely confused. And then Stockholm Steve Austin walked past. <laughs> so That's not... fucking disgusting, son. <laughs> yeah. I low you about how much it would cost to clean it up. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, I, I love the culture here that in Colombia, dog day celebrations are a thing at all and yeah. that, that it extends to football. And the, imagine... Premier League players bringing their dogs onto the pitch on yeah. a match day because that's the equivalent here. Yeah, it'd be great, brilliant. Be all for that. I do, why don't they do this? I don't know. Maybe they haven't thought of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a big oversight from them from the from the organising committee. First person cameras and uh, and dogs. All right then, uh, let's uh, have a little bit of Jackson Encyclopedia. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. What? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, does this count as a, a a league performance? If you guys uh, absolutely pre-season, back, it? yeah, pre-season. pre-season is it, okay. it going to be a pre-season friendly though, we'll or is it going to be? Is it going to be as baiting? It normally depends on whether Marcus wins or not. That is yeah. true. That is true. Marcus, Which today he won't, so Marcus it doesn't is, count. Marcus yeah. is annoyingly good, and Brassel is an, is weirdly bad <laughs> at this game. Marcus is very competitive why. though. He, he is, is, and he's also got a really good memory. And yes. you, you are both, um, you both are Stupid. very uncompetitive. Mm. Both yeah. of you guys. True. True. You don't care. Uh, simple game of categories. I'm going to give you a category. All you have to do is give me an answer that fits into the category. But if you're going too slow, I'm going to play an orgasm from Mr. Gary Neville uh, that will leave you seven seconds. All right, we're going to kick things off with you, Luke Moore. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. I'm ready for some time. The 20 clubs who enjoyed the longest spells in the Premier League's history. The 20 clubs who have enjoyed the longest spells in the Premier League's history. So it's like not unbroken spells, just mm. the total amount of seasons in there. Okay. Uh, I will go for Everton. Correct. I will well go, done, f- my friend, for Arsenal. They're in there. Looking Liv- uh, Liverpool. Man United. Uh, Spurs. That's good stuff. Aston Villa. I like it. Um. Premier League era. Mm. A couple of surprises in there. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. I think that Newcastle United have spent enough time in there. They have. I would say Man City have as well, despite their relegations. They have. Okay, good one, Jim. Good one, Jim. Let's go for Southampton, must have. They have. As must Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea, shit. Chelsea. Why Chelsea Because they're boring. Two, four, six. That's eight already. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe more than that. Uh, okay. What about Blackburn Rovers? Nice. Huh. Giving you a bit of room to breathe because it's pre-season. It's Thanks, to get, yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's starting to get a little tricky. I went first. Now. Jim needs to get this one right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go. For Fulham? Is that suicide? It's not. Well done, Luke. Well done, Jim. I mean. <laughs> well done, Luke. For... Well, no, thanks, well thanks done, very Luke. much. Thanks very much. Um, what about... <laughs> I'm going to go for a little... I'm going to take a little flyer here. Right. I'm going to go for... Just because I think they spent a long old time in there. Yeah. It's between one of two. I'm going to go for... Stoke City. It's good. I'm horny for it. Nice. Jim. Similarly, yo-yo I'm going to go for Stock City. <laughs> yo-yo the lot. <laughs> yeah. But, so it's, it's not, it's cumulative, it's not it's like, cumulative, it's cumulative. cumulative, yeah. Sunderland? Correct. Oh, Jim. Well done. Very That's good. a lovely one. 
How many are left? There can't be that many left. Yeah, can't be many left. Um, Burnley. Ooh. Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a funny one. Oh. oh, never mind. Jim, you're up. Crystal Palace. Oh. Correct, oh, well Jim. Done, Jim. Well done. You win that round. Well done, Palace. Uh, you, could have had, <laughs> uh, you could have had, and frequently did, uh, Arsenal, Villa, Blackburn Rovers, Bolton Wanderers, Ooh. Chelsea, Coventry, yeah. uh, Crystal Palace, Everton, uh, Fulham, Leeds United, Liverpool, Leeds. Man City, Manchester United, uh, Middle... Did you even say Manchester United? I can't yeah, we did, it. We did, I did. yeah, we did. Uh, Middlesbrough. Newcastle United, Southampton, Stoke City, Sunderland, uh, Tottenham Hotspur, and West Ham. Oh, West Ham's an obvious one. Yeah. West Ham. Okay. I, I West thought Ham. of them, but they they went down a bit. Down a few yeah. times, but um, yeah, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind losing the point because we actually gave a good show of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah, I can't name well. one. No one's embarrassed. No, so it's fine. Exactly. Done very well. All right then. Uh, up next, we have got uh, a little bit of gym. A chance to bag the points, if you will, if you win this one. Uh, players in England squad. At Euro 96. Players in England's squad at Euro 96. Okay, David Seaman. David Seaman. Okay, Gaza. Gaza. Tony Adams. I can see it. Um, Teddy Sheringham. Alan Shearer. Gary Neville. Paul Ince. Oh, Jim, this is good. Um, oh, this is good. This is nice <laughs> oh, this is good. Uh, Darren Anderton. Darren Anderton, correct. Um, it's Torres! Steve Stone. Oh, oh nice! Oh. Um, Steve McManaman. Celez Ferdinand. Yes. Um, it's Torres! Oh. Stuart Pearce. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like it. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Gareth Southgate. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. This is a flyer. I'm taking mm. a flyer here. All right. Because I can't quite remember if he was or not. And my mind's <laughs> gone blank. Um, David Batty. Oh, oh, you're so unlucky. He was in 98. Yeah, oh, I, I, I had him on my little list. Wins. Who else could be around? Yes, uh, Shira and Platt, uh, oh, Seaman, Southgate, Neville. Ian Walker with his lovely hair. Uh, Jamie Redknapp uh, with his sketches. Les Ferdinand <laughs> uh, with his helicopter. Nicky Barmby with his uh, sick knot. He wasn't sick knot, was he? Don't yeah, was yeah. uh, Paul Gascoigne with his, with his everything. Uh, Paul Ince, uh, Neville, Fowler, Campbell. Howie, Steve Howie yes. was in the squad. Bloody lovely little inclusion. Newcastle United uh, central defender. Uh, Steve McManaman, Steve Stone, Stuart Pearce, Teddy Sheringham, Tim Flowers and Tony Adams. Uh, we're not going to do a fun round because to be quite frank, this show's been running on long enough. So thank you very much uh, for listening to the Football Ramble part of the Aircast Creator Network. You can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, we're on YouTube now as well uh, and Instagram at Football Ramble. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Head over to Upfront for reaction to the Lionesses game uh, today. Very much enjoyed uh, Nigeria beating uh, Australia last night, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and we'll be back on Tuesday for more Football Ramble. See you then. Ta-ta. Bye.
Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.